The SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPNFF to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contest. Odds Crowd gives away hundreds of dollars in weekly contests, including the $100 SGPN exclusive free roll contest. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It is a week five in the NFL. Man, what an amazing week of football we had. But I got to tell you guys, there are weeks that humble you and week five just took me to the mat. I pretty much lost every matchup that I was in up to and including losing my undefeated status in the Scott Fishbowl. So if you pour one out today, pour one out for me and my Scott Fishbowl team. Oh, so sad. So sad. But that's all right. Because we're looking ahead to a new week, and now we're even looking ahead another week because bye weeks are coming up in week six, and people need to know that uh, they have some sort of players to fall back on uh, in order to get them through those bye weeks so they don't suffer the same fate that I did in week five. To help us figure this all out, we have brought in Kira Witroski, and she is going to just help us get through week six. So, Kira. Welcome to the show. I'm glad we were able to suffer through the internet outage and all of technology being against us to put on the show today. I know, Rodrigo. I'm so happy that we finally figured it out as well. I know that the internet was shook yesterday, but they would have been much more shook if we weren't able to give them this information that we've been having waiting for them for over the last hour. So <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to get them, uh, get them involved, let them know some important things. Also, um, I can't say the same for myself for Scott Fishbowl because I am having um, probably my best week <laughs> ever in my fantasy career. And uh, I actually made it on top scores this week for Fishbowl. So hopefully uh, my good luck comes and follows me here on this podcast and we give him some really great advice for the week. Ooh, I love it. And I, I love high scores on Scott Fishbowl because it means that you actually pay kind of attention. So, yeah. And you want to know the crazier part about my Scott Fishbowl experience. So this is my second year doing it. And I know how vital the quarterback position could be in Scott Fishbowl. And I took all the gambles that one could. So I, I went with Justin Herbert with one of my first picks. And actually, I didn't even end up taking a second quarterback, really. I took a shot on Deshaun Watson, hoping that something would change. Because the value, I mean, everyone was just taking a quarterback. And I thought to myself, I'm just going to soak up all this value. I don't care. I, all these quarterbacks that are left here are trash. I, can't, I just can't see myself taking them over somebody else. And I've been doing this with one quarterback the whole time, and I'm I'm ranked 153 right now. So we'll see. Holy crap! <laughs> that's 
totally. Go I got I got <laughs> taken to the map by Justin Herbert because Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins did absolutely nothing for me. Uh, he got me like 0.8 points in the league. Yes. So that was a rough one. All right. Mm. So uh, we are going to spare you from that in week six so you don't watch your fantasy team suffer. Uh, and listen, we're going to do it this way. We're loading up three minutes on the clock for each player that we got like we normally do. When you hear this noise... That means that it is 30 seconds on the clock and that we time to move on when you hear this. And we keep on rolling through the 10 until we're done. So let's load up, Kira, and let's talk about a... So the teams that are on by right now uh, on week six are Atlanta, New Orleans, New Jersey, and uh, New Jersey, New York Jets. <laughs> I mean, they play I mean, they're in New, in New Jersey. Jersey. Right? You're not wrong. No, no. And San Francisco. So um, you very well could be missing Matt Ryan. I don't know if you're missing Matt Ryan, but you could very well be without Matt Ryan. Let's put it that way. Um, probably not so much Jameis Winston, definitely not Zach Wilson, but Jimmy Garoppolo, you're already out on. So this may actually help you out if you're going uh, after him this week and next week. We'll start with Daniel Jones on that list. Daniel Jones, quietly, one of those guys that uh, he's not sexy, but he's been in and of a competition over the last few weeks. Um, and even this week, he's going in ranked QB 17. So in a two QB league, you definitely look at it. But Kira, are we are we looking to Daniel Jones as our bi-week savior if we're missing, say, a Matt Ryan or even a Jimmy Garoppolo at this point? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd rather be playing Daniel Jones over a Matt Ryan or Jimmy G at this point in general. Daniel Jones actually hasn't looked very bad at all. Um, you can definitely stream him this week as well on considering he does get Dallas Cowboys give up the fourth most fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Um, so this week, he's not a bad idea if you're looking for a streamer, but the schedule does get a little bit tough for him lying ahead um, in week six. He does face the Rams. He gets the Panthers. Then he comes back, gets Kansas City, a lot better of an option there on. Um, and, and then the Raiders and then they're on by. So um, long term. Do not necessarily love Daniel Jones. There's someone within our list that I do prefer much more. Um, but for this upcoming week, I'm I'm excited for Daniel Jones. I would definitely be willing to play him. Dallas has given up a ton of passing yards, despite how good they've looked on defense. They're still giving up giving up those yards. So yeah, I mean, Jones has his highs and lows, but he can't really afford a lot of bad games right now at this point, especially within divisional games his job's on the line and hopefully he can get us a little bit more touchdowns. He's limited all of his turnovers and he has that rushing upside. So he's a, yeah, for me for now, for this week. And then, <laughs> well, and then we'll see. And I'm again, we're looking ahead to week six. So I'm thinking week six too. And I know the Rams are a tough matchup for a quarterback. I understand that they're not giving up very many points to quarterbacks, but uh, it's not like Jones has not been in some di uh, bad matchups already. I mean, he scored 29 against Washington, not the, you know, easiest of matchups uh, and 21 against Denver, who we know is, is actually playing out of their skulls right now. So, um, you know, for me, I, I think Daniel Jones, like you said, with that rushing upside uh, and he's coming off of a week where he threw for almost 400 or over 400 yards, actually. Yeah. Four um, one, I believe it was. Yeah. Just, yeah. just made it. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Four he made it. And, and, and again, when you're playing against the Rams, it's going to be kind of a shootout. I know that uh, Stafford is, is playing well this season too, but, uh, Daniel Jones is going to have to keep pace and he's shown that he can keep pace. So I'm okay with grabbing Daniel Jones right now. If you need a quarterback, if you're missing Jimmy G um, that he went out and then I'm also okay with you keeping him over the span of uh, uh, the Rams as well. Uh, if he's out there and he should be out there because right now he's really only rostered in uh, 67% or 63% of uh, 67 in Yahoo 63 in ESPN. So he's out there. 
right? In in some leagues. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry. He's, he's available. I was looking at Carr. Shoot, 31% and 33%. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, no, but Daniel Jones is out there. A lot of people are still afraid of him because it isn't a sexy name. So, yeah, yeah don't be afraid of Daniel Jones on, in fantasy football. Yep, do not be afraid of Daniel Jones in fantasy football. <laughs> in real life, maybe if you're seeing him in a dark alley, possibly. Yeah, not, in <laughs> not fantasy a scary football. guy on your lineup, though. Uh, somebody who may actually find himself on the waiver wire this week. There's a lot of people that may be a little sad about what happened last night with Derek Carr. Uh, maybe a little perturbed, maybe forgetting the fact that he gave you three weeks of over 24, 22 fantasy points and uh, laid a dud against a really tough Chargers team. But Derek Carr could be your week six uh, savior, as it were, at quarterback if he's out there on the waiver wire. He is the one that is 67% owned in Yahoo, 63 in ESPN. Um, so again, in, in a, what, four, four leagues out of 10, he's out there. Uh, are we looking toward Derek Carr, possibly, as a guy to fill in week six? He has got... What does he got? Denver coming up in week six, Carol. Denver, yeah. So we've got some ugly matchups to start out these streaming options. You know, Denver, their defense has been legit. I mean, at first it was kind of like, oh, you know, they haven't really played any competition. This week they did. Uh, They played the Ravens. Was it the Ravens this week? Yeah. I'm trying to, like, think back in my head. (laughs) Oh, I'm not sure, but they did play the Ravens, and they've stayed legit. I mean, regardless, nonetheless, they've given up the 31st, most or least fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks are averaging only 13.6 per game. Um, so using Derek Carr for your streamer in week six, not really crazy about it. I know he's been playing a lot better than we've ever seen him in a while, but I mean, that matchup sucks and uh, he doesn't offer you much in the rushing game. So I'm, um, I think that his, uh, his touchdowns could come down now and that could be a lot of a low score, more sc- low scoring game, especially in a divisional matchup like that. I don't know. I'm I'm probably looking elsewhere to stream for that, yeah, for that I mean, exact circumstance. Depends who your quarterback is, you know. Yeah, there are a few options out there other than Derek Carr. But again, I would bring up Derek Carr's name only because if he's out there on the waiver wire and you look at it and go, oh, wow, Derek Carr, I could definitely stream him, especially if I'm if I'm without Matt Ryan. And now without Jimmy G, this week against Chicago, I have a feeling that I would maybe roll him out against Chicago. Um, again, not the not the sexiest of matchups, but the Bears are allowing 17.8 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks on average, so... You know, it's it's not the worst matchup either. And you got to think that Derek Carr is a little pissed off uh, going into this this matchup after what happened to him in uh, L.A. this this last week. So um, maybe you get a pissed off Derek Carr against Chicago and then you can maybe keep him and ride that momentum going into Denver. So uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like that terrible of an option if he's out there. No, I mean, I've been, anytime I've rolled him out, I question, wow, do I really want to be playing Derek Carr regardless? You know, so I've, I've been impressed so far. I mean, last, last, or last night. Yeah. Was this the last night already? <laughs> Is it? Wow. What day are we on? Yeah. It's so Tuesday, last night, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Forgive me. You know, it gets all mixed up by the end of the week here. Forget when I saw these games, but yeah, I mean, the Chargers are a hard matchup, man. I mean, I don't expect Chicago to be like this big, like barn burner game. I think that the under will definitely hit there, but Derek Carr is not a terrible option for, for you in this, in this, uh, 
this week for this week for sure. No, and and I think for next week, uh, you if you are out of options, if there's other folks that are on the waiver wire that are horrible, uh, Derek Carr, if he's there, could be the guy that stream because I would start him over many 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 people that are out there, except for maybe this guy. Uh, well, another one of those people that have you saying, "Am I really starting Sam Darnold this week?" Uh, and and really, to be fair, yes, you kind of were. <laughs> For the last few weeks, uh, Sam Darnold has snuck his way into fantasy relevance, although he is still only rostered in 38% of Yahoo leagues and 18% of ESPN leagues. So he's definitely out on your waiver wire in week six. He's got a matchup with the Minnesota Vikings, which they are they have been giving up all sorts of uh, of passing yards. So um, Kira, are we running to the waiver wire to grab Sam Darnold for week six? So you know, I think that he's so low owned because it is hard to get that sour taste out of your mouth to think like, man, I don't really want to be starting Sam Darnold. He's not any good. No, but you have to throw away last year. You have to throw away the years previous because new things happen every year and you just have to let some of those feelings go on. As far as Sam Darnold, he's actually the guy I'm thinking of here that I want for the long term. So his matchups look perfect. He's actually been playing really good. I mean, the funny thing about Sam Darnold is he's like a rushing touchdown machine right now. And, you know, who needs Christian McCaffrey back when you have Sam Darnold over there rushing for two touchdowns a game the last two weeks? That's incredible. It's good to see him doing something like that because we don't expect that out of Sam Darnold. This is this is shocking us, you know, so maybe you keep that rolling. He's thrown for nearly 300 yards every single game so far. DJ Moore and him are really clicking on this week. He gets Philadelphia in a fantastic matchup. Minnesota the next week. Then it's the Giants, Atlanta. I mean, his schedule doesn't look too bad at all. So if I'm if I'm going to be in need of a quarterback, say that I've had, you know, you've had a Matt Ryan, so you draft the quarterback late and you're a little bit concerned. I think Sam Darnold is a great option right now, and he's a perfect bye week option for anybody as well. Six out of 10 leagues in Yahoo and eight out of 10 leagues in ESPN. He is available. And listen, if I would have had Sam Darnold instead of Kirk Cousins in my uh, Scott Fishbowl League, I would have won my fourth straight game. So, uh, it's, it's weird and crazy that I would be uh, lamenting about not having Sam Darnold, but the guy scored four touchdowns uh, by himself last week, threw for two, ran for two. Um, you know, you cannot, and it, it was in a loss even, so you can't uh, really argue with the production value of Sam Darnold this season. Um, I mean, again, it's not it's not a name that you go to sleep at night thinking, yes, I got myself Sam Darnold, uh, but... I think you should this week, though, honestly. I'd be, I'd be happy if I've been struggling at that quarterback position, or if I know I have a bye week coming up, I would be thrilled. I'd actually wake up overjoyed <laughs> to own Sam Darnold that week, so... Don't blow your don't fab on hesitate. him, though. That, don't <laughs> blow your fab on him. I don't, I don't want to see you guys throwing out, like, $80 bids on, on Sam no, Darnold. But. At least 10... 10, 15%. I'm cool with it. Yeah, that, that definitely seems like a, a more livable price. Cause there's going to be somebody later on down the road, uh, that you oh, want uh, more. Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance. Uh, okay. <laughs> Trey Lance. Uh, I love my Niners, but I still don't want Trey Lance rushed out there yet. But anyways, I understand it. I understand that's it. A, that's another, we do in the fantasy world. I know everybody wants him. Uh, somebody that everybody wanted going into this week as well. Uh, but maybe they've slowed their role, but maybe they shouldn't slow their role in week six. And that's Peyton Barber. Everybody was expecting Josh Jacobs to be out. Peyton Barber looked like he was going to be the man over Kenyon Drake. And then last night, happen uh jacob started peyton barber was nowhere to be seen um but is that an aberration kira or are we thinking maybe he comes back to relevance and could very well salvage 
uh, week six standalone, even with Jacobs in the in the lineup. Yeah, you know, we've we've known Peyton Barber here for a couple of years. He's he's somebody that if you've been playing fantasy football for a while, if you don't know about him, it's because that's for a reason. You know, it's, it's Peyton Barber. He hasn't had a ton of success anywhere that he's been in, in the NFL. And the week that he did completely blow up was when he went against the Miami Dolphins defense, who has let every running back thus far pretty much have their way with them. Honestly, for me, he's he's a he's a drop candidate. Like I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to hold on to Peyton Barber, hoping not that I'm ever hoping, but for hoping for like a Josh Jacobs injury to happen um, so that he could become viable to me. He's dealing with a foot injury himself, apparently now. Um, so long as Josh Jacobs is there, he's completely irrelevant on that on that offense. And it they, again, in the next couple of weeks, they have a, a couple of tough matchups as well. So I'm not willing to hold up roster space with Peyton Barber. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I know Denver actually is allowing some rushing yards. Their matchup rating is actually pretty pretty good against running backs. Uh, but, you know, again, this is one of those names where uh, last week it was on everybody's tongue, right? And so when you're a, a fantasy football player that doesn't necessarily spend hours and hours and hours uh, <laughs> scouring through every report like we do. Um, every waking and, moment of every waking day. <laughs> does it, it never stops, does it, care Ever, no, ever stops. never. I literally, I dream of it. And I have to because... <laughs> I have things to do the next day regarding it. So. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's so, why we're here for, for people that don't want to do that. And I can't say I blame you. <laughs> And, and that's the thing. So they've heard this name over and over again. So uh, we want to make sure that, that you are aware that he comes with a very high risk. So if you saw Peyton Barber uh, and you saw him on one of the most added lists a couple of weeks ago, that's why. And uh, this is definitely, I, I agree, it's stay away territory. Don't look to Peyton Barber as your week six guy. Um, don't be fooled by this by this name that's out there on the waiver wire that everybody said. We're oh. moving on. You need a new barber. Yeah. Oh, my hair's a little long. I, I'm going to go to a different barber this week. No, Rodrigo, I was not, I was not coming at you. I could use a barber. If these people could see how long my hair was. My God. Well, no, listen. So I'm in the, I'm in the army and my hair is actually getting a little bit long. So I definitely need a new barber. There's a, uh, we need new barbers. There's, <laughs> there's other options. There's better out there. Peyton is not your barber this no. week. Uh, all right. So, but this is a guy that I drafted uh, a while back in the beginning when, when things were getting uh, going and, and mock drafts were flying and then best ball drafts started flying because look, we didn't know the future of Latavius Murray early on, but boy, did he land himself in a good role and it seems like it's getting better. So week six, your running backs, you're going to be without maybe, I don't know, any one of those San Francisco running backs that you may have taken a, a flyer on, maybe a Michael Carter, definitely an Alvin Kamara. So you might be turning to his old running mate, Latavius Murray, uh, on the waiver wire. He is only, where are we at on this? 48% rostered in Yahoo, 34 in ESPN. And in week, how's that again? A little less than half. Yep. So he could be out there. And in week six, he's got the Chargers. Uh, and we know that he can do great things if given the opportunity. And the Ravens seem to be giving him that opportunity now and, and maybe going forward. So, uh, what do you think, Kira? What, what are we thinking about Latavius Murray in week six? Yeah. So for in week six, I mean, he could actually work out really well for you since he is trending on, on the upswing here. Um, I don't mind having Latavius Murray. I think that that's going to be a really great game. And I think they're going to be put in a lot of positions where he's able to, to get you the touchdown, which is really what you're kind of looking for in any Ravens running back, because they don't offer a ton when you have such a mobile quarterback uh, under center on um, 
Murray's going to be a little boom bust for you. That's just kind of how all Ravens running backs have been over the last couple of years. Um, I know he hasn't been extremely impressive yet, but he's just getting back into that offense. They're just getting things going. I think that there's good things for to come from Latavius Murray. Um, if you do need somebody to fill in that week at running back, I have no problems having uh, having Latavius Murray there. Um, maybe temper expectations a little bit. You're not going to get uh, RB1 numbers, I don't believe, but low on RB2 numbers, I could see something like that, especially if he gets you a touchdown, which is honestly just what we're always hoping for. But it's really what you're hoping for for Latavius Murray, and the Chargers game is a good um, – place to get something like that because the Chargers are not that great against the run. It's kind of one of their weak spots. They're much, much better in the passing game and the Ravens run the ball. That's who they are. So I'm cool with Latavius Murray for week six. Yeah, that triple option over there in Baltimore, it's uh, it's certainly something. And again, when you got a guy like Latavius Murray that's just getting warmed up, he's got the Chargers, like we said, in week six, uh, then you could actually hold on to him. I mean, if he's still there, hold on to him because he's got Cincinnati after that. Then he's got a bye. Then he's got Minnesota and he's got Miami. So all of these are all good matchups for running backs. And again, when you've got a team like the Ravens that run and run and run and run and run, you want a piece of that running uh, game. And when he's got four good matchups in a row, then I think Latavius Murray might just be somebody that you're going to carry through this bi-week pickup. So again, he's out there, he's available. Um, and, and I think, again, like I said, in the beginning of the season, I didn't care where he landed. I still thought he was going to be do good things, but boy, he lands in Baltimore that runs the ball more than anybody on God's green earth. I think he's really set up for a good rest of the season. He's right where you'd want him. I mean, and if he has some great games, you want more stability because he is going to run into, you know, after week 10 against Miami, he, it does get to be a, a lot harder of a schedule for him. You can always trade him away and get somebody that has a better schedule towards the end of the season. I'm always trying to be proactive and get a good playoff schedule on heading into the end of the year there. So, yeah, if he gets some good value running into that, absolutely. That's time to, to move on. So, uh, all right, speaking of moving on, we are going to move on after we come back from break. We're going to step away, play some ads. Come back. We got five more to go. It's Kira Witroski, and we are going over your week six uh, bi week fill ins. Right now, you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, how can I win money and boost my odds at the same time? Well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. So get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and so much more. There are great promos, odds, and payouts. It's all happening right now at WinBet. You want boosted parlays? You want live in-game odds on every major sport? Well, guess what? We have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today. Receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download, bet, win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. We are proud to be brought to you by PropSwap. It is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go right now. Check out the new PropSwap.com. It is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. You can browse the activity feed to stay in the know. And we've got a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Go use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match it up to 500 
hundred dollars that's almost five hundred dollars for free how can you turn that down if you love sports betting and let's face it we know you do you need to be using prop swap with prop swap your bet does not even need to win in order to make money that is my favorite part of this whole thing it doesn't even need to win all it needs to do is improve when making your bet though always remember to go for two make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game Join the thousands of buyers across the country right now that are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every single day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. If you're in the market for a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair, Keeps has you covered. They have convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months, so you don't even have to leave your home to get it. You want low-cost treatments? Start at just $10 a month, and Keeps offers generic versions of those treatments, so they keep the cost down. Not to mention, there's discreet packaging and proven results. Keeps has more five-star review than any of its competitors so you know it's the real deal prevention is key treatments can take four to six months to see results so definitely act fast now before it starts to get any worse if you're ready to take action to prevent hair loss go to keeps.com sgp to receive your first month of treatment for free that's keeps.com sgp to get your first month free keeps.com sgp We return with five more names to keep in mind as you are heading into your bye weeks into week six. Again, it's never too early to prepare for those dreaded bye weeks. Hopefully you drafted well and you don't, you know, have a whole lot of shuffling. But look, injuries happen, bad weeks happen, duds and draft happen, and it leaves you scouring the waiver wire for help in week six. And that is where we are here to help. Again, Kira Wytroski, she is here uh, to help us out as well. All right. Let's move on to another running back situation. Again, you may be without Alvin Kamara, uh, but this guy, he won't get you the same numbers. And in fact, he's a name that has been on everybody's uh, waiver wire, I guess, potentials I've seen off and on. But uh, this one I'm not sold on. I put him on the list because he's a popular name right now. I see on Twitter and I see on, on columns. But Mark Ingram over there in Houston, it's just not looking good for anybody in that situation, and I don't think it's looking good for him. So are we are we moving toward him? Are we trying to stay away from him? What are we doing, Kara? Um, me, personally, I'm trying to stay as far away as I can from that running back situation over in Houston. I mean, it's a, just a genuine split over there, and it could be anybody's day, and I don't want to be the one sitting here guessing and stressing myself out, pulling my hair over who who's going to have an okay fantasy day, if it's any of them at all, honestly. Um, really, Mark Ingram hasn't done much of anything since that Jacksonville game. Over the last three games, he's accumulated 86 yards. I mean, it's just not very good over there. I know that he seems to be leading the charge, but it's just uh, I'm off of all Houston Texan running backs. I don't want to – I don't even want to tread over there at all. I'm, I'm okay on that. I would not be looking to pick him up or waste a waiver spot on him. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Uh, you know, you look at his usage. He's got 26 that first week, 14 the next week, and then six carries the next two weeks. Literally only one target uh, or, yeah, in, in that game and no targets in the last game. So 
it has been a steady decline for Mark Ingram. So if anybody out there is trying to sell you on Mark Ingram, um, I don't know too many people that are. But again, like I said, it, it was after week one, Mark Ingram's name carried a lot of weight with it. And there were so many people that weren't willing to let go of the potential of Mark Ingram that they continued to push him even through three, well, two really bad games and three declining games. Um, so we're, we're telling you now, don't worry about Mark Ingram. If you see his name out there, he's not going to help you in your bye week for sure. Especially in PBR. He's like almost next to nothing involved in, in the receiving game over there. And that's kind of what you'd like to look for in your running backs is just at least a little something. I mean, if you can't even be super productive in the, in the rushing yards, then hopefully you could catch some balls, but he's not even doing that for you. So we're, we're completely off of Mark Ingram. You could, Drop him if you have him, honestly, uh, or just please don't w- waste a priority on him. I would drop him for a Latavius Murray anyways, if that's if that's where you're at. For um, sure. For surprisingly sure. enough, though, he is rostered in 30%, 37% of Yahoo leagues and 28% of, of ESPN leagues. And that's crazy because, to me, that seems like a ridiculously high number for a guy. I mean, these must be the people that just have, have not touched their roster since the beginning of the season. Yes, it's people that are holding on to that week one, hoping that he bounced back, but it's just probably not going to happen. We have to let go. Yeah, it's it's time <laughs> to let go, folks. Let go yeah. of Mark Ingram. He is not the guy you once knew. Uh, all right, speaking of guys that we once knew, um, not sure how much we knew him, but he has come on the scene and made a name for himself on an offense that is rolling right now, and everybody thought that he would be outshined by the big vet, uh, but he's holding his own Christian Kirk out there. Um, and if you're out there missing guys like Brandon, Ayuk, Debo Samuel, uh, uh, if you're missing, I don't know, um, Calvin Ridley, right? Some of these guys that are on by right now, you're going to need to load up on guys like Christian Kirk, uh, who's out there right now in 40% of Yahoo leagues and 60% of ESPN leagues. So people in ESPN leagues may not believe in Christian Kirk, but uh, <laughs> I guess not, but I'm a believer. The guy's actually shown that he's done. All right, Kara, are, are you with me or are we? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I am with you there. I'm, I know that people could get frustrated with Christian Kirk. And I think you could get frustrated with a couple of people here in this Cardinals offense from time to time, because they're just genuinely spreading the ball a lot more than they ever have before. So he is going to be a little bit of a boom bust player for you. But hopefully, you know, in week six, we can have a boom for you there against Cleveland. That should be a good game. Um, should be ice scoring game, I would imagine. They kind of find themselves in those scenarios a lot. So um, it's any any given Sunday, Christian Kirk could go off for, for, a, for a good game. Um, if I am on the waiver wire, though, one name that I really love on that offense is actually, speaking of people we used to know, is A.J. Green. I do like him over Christian Kirk if they are both on the wire, waiver wire, because that's very likely that they are. Um, people also don't want to believe that A.J. Green is fantasy relevant here in 2021. It's, it comes as a shock to a lot of us. Um, but he's been pretty damn consistent. Out of everybody on that team, he's consistently saw six targets every single week. And so I do actually trust AJ Green a little more than Christian Kirk. I'm, I think that Christian Kirk offers you a lot more upside. I think his ceiling could be higher. Um, but if AJ Green's not on the wire, Christian Kirk is there, I'm totally cool. I've already picked him up myself personally because I, I, I was a believer in Christian Kirk long before even this year, and I like to see that he's doing well. So I'm cool with Christian Kirk for week six if people are needing a wide receiver. 
AJ Green is a touchy subject on the show, but no, I'm just, listen, I have AJ Green. I enjoy AJ Green. I put AJ Green uh, in the category of a lot of these receivers as well. Uh, But, you know, there's a lot of stats that prove that AJ Green is not the best out of this. But here's the thing. I will say this. Last week, he was good. Like, you cannot take away the fact that AJ Green was good and for the most part was one of the more active receivers in this uh, in this offense. And again, I know statistically speaking, he's probably not the greatest receiver on this team, but he's been performing very well for the the uh, the Cardinals. Because look, uh, a lot of folks are looking at this uh, Christian Kirk one catch game for five yards last week against the Rams, and I mean it's not going to get any easier against San Francisco. But again. Against Cleveland, he's got an opportunity to, to be for you. But I will say that if A.J. Green is out there, go get A.J. Green. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I didn't know he was a touchy subject. I know. To it's me, a- I had no belief in A.J. Green going into the season. And I thought people were ridiculous for even thinking that he was going to have some any kind of validation in this offense. You know, but it seems Cliff Kingsbury, he's. He still believes in AJ Green and he's still out there. So, I mean, he's still getting the targets. That's what I'm saying. That's why he's on a lot of my rosters. Just be Christian Kirk. Just be Rondale Moore. Uh, Stop doing this game with AJ Green. He's 33 years old at this point. Him and DeAndre Hopkins over there. I know. I mean, you know, of course we love Hopkins, but AJ Green, he's been revived from the dead. Sometimes a good offense will do that to a good player and just, mm-hmm. you know, respark some some uh, some joy in the game. Yeah. Um which I guess could be the case for Emmanuel Sanders. Boy, you put this guy out there with a, a guy like Josh Allen and and surround him with Stefan Diggs and Cole Beasley and all of a sudden Emmanuel Sanders is back to the Emmanuel Sanders we once knew and and maybe even the one that we saw in San Francisco too for a while. Uh last week, five catches uh on six targets for 74 yards. And he just looks like he's having fun out there and he's contributing to the offense. So if you're with without one of those receivers that we talked about earlier um, and Emmanuel Sanders is out there, which he could be uh, four out of 10 leagues. He's 58% rostered in Yahoo 45 and ESPN. So he's out there on the wire in some leagues. And if he's there, grab him now. That way, week six, you can slide him into your uh, spot because he's going against Tennessee. And if we saw anything, Tennessee can be exploited uh, by, by a good pass uh, passing team, and which Buffalo definitely is. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Again, another 30, <laughs> in his mid-30s, 34 years old, Sanders still has it. you know, And he should absolutely be rostered at this point. Um, especially if you need the wide receiver depth, you can, he's almost a, a flex play every week for you at this point on, um, it is an offense who loves to pass the ball. That's their favorite. They, they would much rather have Josh Allen passing the ball than running it with Singletary and Moss. Um, he's consistently seeing over five targets a game. Uh, he's especially valuable this week and next week. I mean, he gets Kansas city this week. That should be a huge game. It's going to be fantastic. Their secondary gives up a ton of points as well as so does the Tennessee Titans. So I'd be thrilled again to be able to get someone like Emmanuel Sanders on my on my bench and my flex, depending on who I have. Yeah, and this is another beat the wire situation, right? I mean, we talked about beat the wire last week, and this is one where, again, if he has a big game against Kansas City, you're not going to get him for Tennessee. You no. won't get him for your week six. So if you want him, I would put in a waiver now while nobody's thinking about him because uh, should he have a good game against Kansas City, you're you're just not going to get him. Like, I mean, you're going to have to spend too much fab. Uh, your waiver won't go through unless you're number one. So um, if you're in need of a receiver for week six, this is your chance to get Emmanuel Sanders before he's not there uh, on the waiver wire next week. Um, 
And again, I, I think that's entirely possible that he could have a good game against Kansas City because that's going to turn into a ridiculous shootout. Take the over I on that wait. one. I'm, that's that's one that everybody's going to have all eyes on is the Kansas City Bill and the Bills game. He's a wide receiver 23 right now on the year, actually, Emmanuel Sanders. So he's been producing, but it's like he's one of those people who are like a quiet producer. Like people might not realize wow, Emmanuel Sanders is a top 25 wide receiver right now. You just Some people just don't want to believe that. These first couple of weeks, they don't they hear these names that they haven't heard in a while. They're like, yeah, but he's not going to keep up with it. But these next two weeks, he certainly has the ability to do that. And what's crazy is that he is a consensus ranked 38 right now of, mm-hmm. of on Fantasy Pros, which is a ridiculous... I feel like that's so doggone low. Like, 38... There, no love, no love for no Emmanuel love Sanders. for Emmanuel Sanders. I don't get it. That's all right. Let everybody hate. You'll just you know reap the benefits. Reap the benefit of those rewards. If people are off of people like that, then that's okay. Then you know what? Then the waiver wire might not be aggressive to get him, and you'll get him, and that's fine. That's what we want, anyways. That's exactly what we want. I'm sure we all have FOMO on Apple and Google and all those major stocks, Microsoft, that all hit, and we did not have a single piece of them. Well, do you actually have FOMO over a stock and a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now, Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility that you don't have to have FOMO over that anymore. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. <laughs> Prediction Strikes lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strikes' new and easy-to-use app from the App Store or sign up at PredictionStrike.com to create an account. Use the code SGPNFF, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players just like you would real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand and you can trade your shares of players at any time as long as the player isn't currently in a game. Sign up with the promo code SGPNFF to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. Look, you're picking anyways, so why not turn your picks into real cash with Prize Picks? It's my favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy and it all starts with Prize Picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win. It's up to 10 times your money. Prize picks is the only way I play. And of course, use our promo code SGP to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's prize picks, promo code SGP. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of those mystery freeze. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet, sweet savings direct to you. For people looking for extra savings, and I know you are because you're one of the listeners that loves extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone. Don't even get rid of your old one with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone numbers along with all of your existing contacts. And 
If you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. That is mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. I already know the answer to this, but are you the best football better in the U.S.? Well, the folks at Odds Crowd are challenging you to prove it this football season with their epic free-to-play fantasy betting contest. Each week of the season, there is a $350 NFL contest and a $250 contest. The boys here at the SGP are all taking part, so you can try to claim bragging rights over us as well, which let's be honest, is more important, right? So here's how it works. Once you enter a contest, you track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would with any pick tracking app. The most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, simple you win and odds crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests it's a social app for sports bettors it's free to download you can live group chat with other bettors and track your bets set up private fantasy contests with your buddies and so much more so go check out and download the app for free today or go to oddscrowd.com right now and of course don't forget to check out the sgpn app it is now live in the app store and google play store you get easy access to all of our picks and our podcasts just like this one and so many more so don't forget to toss us an app review. Please leave the show a review. We love to hear what you think of it. And of course, download the SGPN app today. Let's talk about a guy that uh, AJ Green was was being compared to last week, and that's Van Jefferson. They had similar weeks. I think a couple of points separated them, Van Jefferson and AJ Green at the end of it. But Van Jefferson is somebody who is, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Yahoo is 5% rostered. ESPN is 5% rostered. So this guy is most definitely out on the waiver wire right now. Um, but this could be a name that you may be competing with people for now. Uh, so this is why you need to put in your claim for him now because he's he's got he's coming off of a very good game. And I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of folks uh, in on Van Jefferson now. Six passes, 90 yards, and a touchdown uh, for the Rams. I know Cooper Cup show is out there, but Van Jefferson slowly inserting his name into that mix. So Kira, I mean, this doesn't take too much analysis, but what do we got on Van Jefferson? Yeah, so I really like Van Jefferson more so as like a stash for me right now, because here's the deal. If anything were to happen to somebody like Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, this guy, he'd probably be an every week start for you. So you always want to be proactive. You always want to be getting ahead of the game because you don't want to have to worry about everyone figuring out oh my God, this guy got hurt. And now I'm going to go run and grab this guy because he's, he's going to be the most talked about thing all week long. You know, it's not that I anticipate anyone getting hurt, but it happens. This is super common in the NFL. And honestly, Van Jefferson has more roots run than Robert Woods. And he's slowly trending in the right direction to get himself more involved. So I know people are frustrated with Robert Woods. Maybe there's something happened here. Maybe there's a little bit of a changing of the tide and, and we see Van Jefferson start to get more involved. He is only in his second year. This is his second year, right? He was a rookie last year. So, you know, it's it's not uncommon for these things to happen. So I would love to get ahead of the curve here, get myself Van Jefferson. If I have a bench spot, if I'm just wasting space with Mark Ingram or something, let's drop him and pick up Van Jefferson and uh, reap the benefit of that reward if, if you need to. I mean, he's, like, again, he's going to be a boom-bust player for every – on a week-to-week basis for the time being, anything were to happen to those guys, he becomes an instant start. 
Yep. Two out of four weeks in PPR, double-digit fantasy points. He had 16 that first week, of course, 21 last week. Um, not too bad against Tampa Bay. I mean, he had 8.2, four catches, uh, four catches on six targets, 42 yards. So it wasn't, you know, a, a great day. But like you said, Robert Woods is... I don't know what he did to Stafford. I, I'm not they sure. They don't go to breakfast together. That's the whole thing. There's they, <laughs> Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford are breakfast buddies. It's been reported. And I don't know what Robert Woods is doing early in the morning, but he needs to get in on these things because they've just completely, one of the most consistent players over the last couple of years has just been shut down. You know, he's just not nearly as involved as like we've, we've seen him in years past. So, I mean, it's not that I think that, Robert Wood sucks anymore, something like that. But I mean, there's a changing of the tide at some point for every team. And I like Van Jefferson a lot here. Yes, ma'am. And then, of course, against the Giants, uh, it's it's not a not a terrible matchup for for Van Jefferson in week six. Um, no, and, and he's one of those like big, deep threats, too. Like, I mean, we've watched him. I mean, if you've watched any of the Rams games, then you'll notice that there's always a shot downfield to Van Jefferson. So any given Sunday, that's, I mean, if your league has bonus points for those, those big long throws over 40 yards, over 50 yards, then he's money, money in the bank. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Money in the I like bank. I a lot for the DFS option this upcoming week as well. So against I'm, Seattle normally, I'm normally a DFS broad. That's usually my, my go-to, um, but he is, he's a little, little sneaky, uh, Deep seed dive for me this week would be Van Jefferson against Seattle. It's a great matchup for them. I like that. All he's got to do is catch one Debo Samuel esque pass, and he's uh, he pays it off for you. Uh, all right. Speaking of which, so again, the teams on by Atlanta, New Orleans, uh, New York Jets, and San Francisco. So you may not have George Kittle. You may not have Kyle Pitts. Um, I don't know that you're looking at any New Orleans or Jets uh, tight ends at this point, um, but those two major names are out. So a guy that could come to your rescue in week six, and if you grab him now, you can have him again before I think he has a big game this coming week, uh, and that's Dalton Schultz, who on the Cowboys, you may not want the tight end, but he's actually not been doing uh, poorly, and he's a name that's out there. He got two double-digit fantasy points um, in the last couple of weeks. Right, last week he got 26 against Philly, uh, or I'm sorry, two weeks ago against Philly. Last week against Carolina, he had 17. So Dalton Schultz getting a little more active in this. Uh, Blake Jarwin, I know, is is there too, but seems like Dak likes Dalton, so maybe we should too. Yeah, I mean, I know that a lot of people are like, oh my god, there's so many mouths to feed in the Cowboys' offense because honestly, yeah, there is. I mean, you have Ceedee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Schultz, Jarwin. It's annoying that you know they almost remind me of the Eagles, where it's like you have Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, uh, Jarwin, Schultz. It's like let's just pick one, okay? Can we stop doing this game, this song and dance, where I have to guess which one is going to go off on any given Sunday? But uh, dude, tight end three on the year, Dalton Schultz. I mean, he's he's been involved. They've um, he's he's a tight end one right now. Honestly, I wouldn't hate playing him over Kyle Pitts until Kyle Pitts gets it figured out over there in uh, Atlanta. I mean, he's a rookie. You have to take some time. This isn't a shock. But Dalton Chelsea has been very involved. He's he's seen six targets in week one, two in week two, which sucks. I understand that. That's one of those like bus games. But seven the next week, eight the next week. He's gotten three touchdowns over the last two weeks. Um, he's been a red zone target for them over the last two weeks as well. Um, I think he's honestly a must start. If I'm playing somebody like Robert Tunyon still, somebody that I'm I'm holding on to thinking that he's going to be anything like he was last year, give up on it. Get Dalton Schultz. You're going to be in a much better position if you do so. 
And that's so, yeah. Okay. You said that and that, and that works perfectly because if you are a Kyle Pitts uh, manager already and you're frustrated, he's got uh, the Giants this week, right? So this week he's got a good matchup against the Giants. And then next week he's got uh, a matchup against New, uh, New England. But, you know, when you look at New England, it's not the greatest of matchup, but they really haven't played a whole lot of great tight ends anyways. So, like, this is... This is a situation where you're going to get him in a, in a decent matchup. I think they're going to struggle a little bit. And then he got some, then he has Minnesota, Denver, Atlanta. So Dalton Schultz, if you're a Kyle Pitts manager and you're frustrated, um, this could be a guy that saves you for the next few weeks until Kyle Pitts gets it together. I think that's a really good um, a really good way to, to go about it. So yeah, instead of getting mad, thinking, "Oh my God, I'm just drop I'm dropping Kyle Pitts. I've had it." You know, don't do something like that. Do yourself a favor. Go on the waiver wire, grab someone like Don Schultz, play him until you, we give Kyle Pitts some time to get himself involved in this offense. The process is there. I mean, the targets are there for Kyle Pitts. So you just have to, we have to have some patience. You know, I remember, I'll never, ever, ever forget <laughs> Alvin Kamara's rookie year. I think that I had him for like two weeks and I was like, you know, I don't really think anything great is going to come out of this situation. I'm going to drop him because I want to pick up whoever the hell that was that year. And I dropped him and watched him go on to like RB1 status, you know? So sometimes you have to do yourself a favor, stop rolling somebody out over and over, getting yourself upset with them. Just chill out, find the waiver wire to help you out and keep your guy and then, you know, move on and, and reap the benefits of the reward. It's like the motto of the day. You just have to be patient sometimes and you have to be proactive in how you play and how you approach your team. And having a guy that has three touchdowns over the last two games is certainly not a hard decision to make, I think. Um, one that I'll probably end up doing, too, because I'm without Gronk, and I don't know if Gronk is coming back. So um, yeah. I may I may roll out a Dalton Schultz in the in the coming weeks. So uh, take take our own advice on this show. That is what we do. Uh, so <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we're here to give it to you. Uh, all right, that's 10. Kira, holy cow. We ran through all 10 of these uh, these folks. I think we gave the people some names to pull, uh, to mull over and to avoid. So uh, appreciate you joining the show to, to, to be that second voice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would do it anytime. I mean, if people are looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at fantasy with a P-H-P-H-A-N-T-S-Y-F-F-Kira. I'm, I know that normally I am a DFS play, uh, extraordinary, if you will, if that's what the people want to call it. Um, but I also love, love Dynasty. I'm very big on Dynasty football. I play in a ton of redraft. I play in 37 leagues, people. So if you think that I don't own or have one of these situations that you're dealing with, I probably do. I mean, over 37 leagues, I'm bound to have the same players as you at some point. On, and I know how I approach these situations. So the DMs are always open if people need some advice on but yeah, I mean, this was great information for the week. I hope that, that it helps somebody out. I hope so too. In fact, uh, I know that it will, because again, I bring on bright minds to make up for mine. So, uh, I am <laughs> always appreciative of I those mean, folks. That's flattering. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, I'll take that compliment for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, you should Kira again. I appreciate the time and I was so, uh, grateful for you to be on the show again, find uh, Kira out there. Fantasy FF Kira with a PH. And uh, again, she is a DFS. Uh, she likes DFS, but she plays in every single league, deep league, dynasty league, you name it. She's got a team on it. So definitely somebody worth the follow. Great information day after day after day. Uh, Kira, thanks again for joining the show. Thank you guys, everybody, for listening. And uh, good luck in the coming weeks. Hopefully we got your bye week set. 
uh, at least the first of them anyways. And if not, then uh, go back and listen to it again. Again, find the show on the SGPN app. Find all of our shows on the SGPN app. Leave us an app review and uh, let us know how we're doing. So good luck, everybody. Heading into Thursday, heading into week five. Hope everybody has a better week than I did last week. And until next time, let it ride. Yeah.